BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Gabby Bernstein. Over the past 15 years, it's been my mission to help people crack open to a spiritual connection of their own understanding. On my podcast, Dear Gabby, I offer up real-time coaching, straight talk, and guidance on stress, burnout, loss, relationships, spirituality, and everything in between. There's no small talk here. There's only big talk. Dear Gabby isn't just a podcast, it's a movement. People need to feel loved. They need clear guidance. And most of all, they need to know they're not alone. I've got your back, my friend. Join me every Monday for a new episode of Dear Gabby. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. Tyler Cameron's here. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? A few things we talked about before we started, because I feel like those are the most interesting things. I asked whose pants are tighter. Mine. Okay. Who got hair and makeup between the two of us? If you guys had to guess. <laughs> Guilty. But you don't even need it. No. You want to know something funny? What? When I was. It took a while. No, it wasn't that long. When I got here, like halfway through hair and makeup, I was like, damn, Amanda's got a bougie ass show. They do hair and makeup. And then I realized. <laughs> It was my own hair and makeup for, for Fox. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, you woke up like this, you I, know? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Did she do your hair? She did my hair. Okay. Yeah. It was pretty much like that, though, when you got here. Mm-hmm. And another thing I told you before we started is thank you for removing the mustache. Yes. Yes. You didn't like that? It creeped you out a little bit? I'm not anti-mustaches in general. I think that you specifically look better without it. Okay. Do you agree? Yeah. it's I'm a clean cut. Way better. Why is it every dude's dream to have a mustache at some point in their lives? I think it's just like being rebellious. Like I wanted to, you know, really stick it to my people. You know, I got a mustache. Who's the people? You know, like my agents and managers and stuff like that. <laughs> people that are that are always like, you need to be this. And I'm like, no, mustache, mullet. So the mullet, how'd yeah. that happen? I had like a three week, two week grace period where I didn't have to do anything. So I was like, I'm going to shake. I'm going to cut my hair off because I could finally cut my hair off. And then I gave myself a mullet. And then my agents were like, if you're going to go back into like society on TV, you should have a clean cut again. Yeah. I was like, all right, fine. Cut you know what I th- why I think you do it? Hmm. 
because you're like the hottest guy in America. <laughs> Stop. So you're kind of like, how ugly can I try to be and well, still I, see if the girls are going to be all over me? I was doing it already with the long hair. Yeah. You were like, my hair is messed up. This mustache is, you know, grimy. Here's this mullet. Y'all still want me. Well, the mullet, I, f- I feel like the mullet is having a moment it right is. now. Kyle did it from Summer House. I don't know, Kyle. Okay. Oh, you would, I feel like, vibe with him. Okay. He had a mullet. It wasn't that bad. I feel, yeah, some people are doing it. Yeah, I feel like moments have his moments. So I was like, you know what? You can't I do- can finally grow my hair out and do it. I don't think it, it's so. for you. No. You have to have a specific look, and you have that heartthrobby look. Okay. That doesn't go Take with the mullet. It. That's why you're trying to rebel. You're trying to rebel mm-hmm. against the heartthrobby thing. I'm not a good rebel. I'm a, I'm a rule follower. Yeah, you like do it for two days, and then you- Yeah, like, okay, like, okay, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll cut it off. So another thing that you posted about recently was there was some controversy about whether or not you have your your dick pierced. Mm, yep. How'd that even come about? You know, so I didn't even approve of the video. Wait, to who? Who takes these videos and is zooming on in? My videographer. Okay. So you're, is it a boy or a girl? Who knows? Who knows? Who okay. Knows? Because the videographer is zooming on in. Yeah. Yeah. They're getting in there. They're getting in there. Getting sweat. Is that per sweat your is just request? dropping. Sweat is dropping on them. <laughs> I'm letting them be creative. Okay. You're not you're not directing the no, suit. No, no, not just directing. Doing your I'm thing. just working out. You're I'm just working, working out. out you know? Okay, but then you're like, you see the edit, you post it. No, I didn't see the edit. You didn't see the edit. If, if you look at the caption, it says, because I was it was a day we were doing press for Fox yeah. for the premiere. And if you see the caption it says, Tyler is working right now. But I don't want to leave you guys hanging. Here's another video. Oh, my God. Love the videographer. You could have gotten mad, though, or no? I don't get mad. <laughs> you don't shit. care about it. No. You don't actually care. No. And, then, you know, I saw some comments about it. I was like, oh, it's not that bad. But then it became a thing. Like, TikTok always takes things to the next level. Okay. Instagram is like PG. Yeah. TikTok's rated R when it comes to comments. Yeah. And TikTok was taking it to the next level. What's some of the wildest comments you saw in that video? Uh, I mean, it looked at me. It winked at me. It's pierced. All these things. I don't know. We could. We have to dig them up. So I was like, you know, I was sitting at my uncle's house, and I was like, and the idea came up. I was like, I'm gonna play with this. Yeah. And I remember this video, of the old lady, and she's oh, like, that was funny because I pants. didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, this will go well, and so we put it together, and and, and it did well. Are we gonna keep this up? Are we gonna tell the people though if it's pierced or not? Should we break the news? Do you want to break it? Yeah. Breaking news right here, you guys. Should I try and clang it on the? T- I'm just kidding. <laughs> It's not pierced. It's not pierced. No. Would you? Never. Would you get your nips pierced? No. Okay. I, I'm. I wouldn't. Even, I wouldn't get a tattoo, let yeah. alone a piercing. You wouldn't get a tattoo. No. Not even of a rose. Nope. I, why a rose? Because you're on The Bachelor. No. <laughs> roses are dead to me. Roses are dead. Yes. I brought you roses. Uh, good. You can keep it. Okay. Damn. <laughs> okay. Are you gonna open an OnlyFans? No. Okay. No. I free, feel like I'm for the people. Free content only. I know, but imagine you did. Yeah. How much money? It's all right. So much money. Okay. So what you give, you get back more in the world. That's you know? true. Let's let's go back. <laughs> let's go back. What year was it when we first met you on Hannah Brown season? The Bachelor. Two thousand. Is it two thousand nineteen or two thousand twenty? I think it's two thousand twenty. Two thousand nineteen. No. Two thousand nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. So we were first introduced to Tyler Cameron. Do you remember how that opportunity came about? Were you seeking it out? So sort of. I was a broke jock doing construction i remember your video i asked you before we said you were like dancing in that yeah in that empty well i, I told the producer i was, like, I was a, almost a dance minor in college they're like no way so let me see you move so i bust out i bust out a mean pirouette <laughs> back in the day 
and in front of all the producers. Wait, you were really a dance minor in college? That was like two classes away. Oh, damn. Guys, cheat code, become a dance minor. It's you and 30 girls in a class. It's amazing. Wait, is that why you did it? Well, that's how I fell in love with it. That's, that's, okay. Yeah, it was great, you know. I got got sent to it because I was in punishment. I was like, I failed out my first semester of college. So my football coach was like, well, you can't play. You got to get your grades up. Here's three dance classes. This sounds like a teenage drama, like on TV. Mm-hmm. Like the jock fails out of class. The coach is mad. Yeah, but usually the, dance class. usually the jock gets the girl and, the, and then makes the football team. And, and goes, did you? I didn't get the girl <laughs> or make the football team. So what do you mean? You didn't get girls in, in high school or in college? Mm, well, never dated anybody. Really? No. Because you didn't want to? Yeah, I was against it. You were against dating because mm-hmm. got my heart broke when I was like 16 and I was like well I'll never do this again and I'm just gonna focus on football Stop. and then I met a girl my senior year in college and then we started dating it was, it was like kind of like a whirlwind and were you in love with her yeah do you think about her today no okay damn no but I actually I mean she's engaged now and like I wish her nothing but success but it's like it's just like seeing how her life has changed and my life has changed and it's good do you think people that knew you back then would expect you to be who you are now? Well, the funny, like the funny thing is, I, I just went to one of my high school best friends is getting married to his high school sweetheart, and they're having us. They had a send off wedding party to Italy, and it was at the beach. We're all hanging out, and all the high school friends are all together, and they're all just dogging me. They're all talking shit. They're all like making fun of like the the thirst trap videos and all yeah. the stupid shit I do online. And I'm like, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Know? Well. How do you feel about that, though, when they're making fun of you? At the end of the day, they want to come on my boat still. Yeah. You know, that weekend, you know? So yeah. I, it's, it's, it's just, we all talk shit to each other. Yeah. It's a small town. It's like small town. We love to humble each other. We love to keep it real with each other. Yeah. So. Keep you humble. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Rakuten. If you haven't heard about Rakuten, where have you been? It is the most rewarding way to shop and save because Rakuten members can earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with stores across every category. Beauty, clothing, electronics, home, department stores, pets, etc. You are already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. They have Sephora on there, Macy's, Ulta, Nike, Adidas, Petco, eBay, Zappos, Expedia, Best Buy, etc., etc., etc. If you are the type of person that feels pride in finding the best deal or finding savings, Rakuten is the hack to save you money while shopping. It's the smartest way to save money when you shop because you can stack holiday sales on top of cash back and you can maximize your savings. So you guys check out Rakuten, get cash back at over 3,700 stores across every single category. Okay. So I'm obsessed with it. Like Urban Outfitters is on there. One of my faves. Sephora is on there, which makes it really easy to keep on, you know, buying all the skincare that I love. Ugg is on there. You guys know we need all the Uggs of every season. So if you haven't yet, check out Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N and start saving when you shop. This episode is sponsored by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, whether you're looking for a head-turning handbag or a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, 
or sneakers and streetwear that make every step feel fly. eBay is making sure the things you love are authenticated by real experts because we all know there is no feeling like real. Listen, eBay is the spot to go buy, you know, vintage pieces or something that you couldn't find anywhere else. Y'all search on eBay. You're like, someone is bound to sell this product that I've been looking for. But guess what? Until now, it's been like taking a risk, not knowing if it's going to be real or not. And now with eBay authenticity guarantee, you can make sure that it is because when it's verified with authenticity guarantee, That means you can be confident that it was authenticated by real experts through a hands-on detailed inspection. And then you'll be sure that you're getting the real deal. Just when you're searching, look out for that blue check mark. It will say authenticity guarantee. And that means that every stitch, sole, logo, and inch of it were inspected and verified that it's the real thing. When you're finally ready to buy the thing you love, You want to make sure you're not going to catch a fake and they're everywhere and it's hard to tell the difference for yourself sometimes. So just remember with eBay Authenticity Guarantee, it's easy. Just look for the blue check mark and know it was checked by real experts. And that way, when it hits your doorstep, not only do you know it's real, but that feeling when you get it and you put it on, that's also for real. So ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. So, okay, go back to how you got on Hannah season. So Did you, finish, you graduated college. Graduated college, was finishing up my GC license, and I was taking a break from studying, and I saw an ad for the WWE to sign up for the WWE. So I sent it to my boys, and I was like the wild kid on my football team. So I sent it to them. They like, this is hilarious. They loved it. Like, see what else you can sign up for. So I found the, the Bachelorette, sent that in as well. And Oh, you were looking for shit to sign up for? Yeah, because they're like, see what else you can find, you know? And found to make it, money? No, just as like a joke of like what kind of crazy shit I can put <laughs> as like on a resume, you know? <laughs> okay. And sent it out and the bachelorette came calling quick and kind of rolled. Is it a hefty application though at first or is it just a picture? It, it it's it gets to become a like a hefty like application later, later on. Yeah. I see. But the first step. First step is like a video. Yeah, like just me saying, like, I sent them the, like the one of my favorite douchey pictures I got of myself. Like during football, we had a football practice at the beach one time in college. Yeah. And I was in the injured group. So I was just rolling around in the water and I took a picture with my teammate and I'm like this. So it's like, and like no. my jersey halfway up. And no, I sent that in and that was gold. Gold. Yeah. They called quick. Wait, how old were you then? 21. 24. 24. Mm-hmm. So, 20, no, 25, because I turned 26 on the show. On I the think. show. So before that, you never were like, Doing modeling or... So I just got into modeling. This is another r- random story. Like, I'm on Instagram and I'm posting, like, stupid pictures, you know, post-football, college, you know, me-head stuff. And this one guy keeps sending, like, fire ambulances under my thing. I'm like, what is this guy? Who is this guy? You know? So I click on this page and it says casting director for blah, 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 blah. I don't know what any of that stuff means. And so... I messaged him. I go, why do you keep commenting on my page <laughs> or something like that? You know? And he's like, have you ever modeled? I was like, no, never modeled. He's like, you think about it? I was like, no. He's like, well, you should. Like, you should send me some digitals and I'll help you get modeled. I was like, well, what's a digital? Sends me what a digital is. It's guys in like underwear. I'm like, I'm about to send this random dude pictures of me in my underwear. <laughs> Sounds sketchy. Sounds very sketchy. Yeah. But it's only weird the first time. So I did it. <laughs> and 
You should see it. You should see it. it you know, the, the images were in my mom's bathroom. Wait, did you check that the dude was legit? Did you Google him? Did you link? No, not no. at all. No, <laughs> no, no. Just so we're in, imagine this. We're in my mom's bathroom. My brother's got a lamp like this, you know, and my other boy, he's the only one I knew that had a nice camera and we're taking these pictures and I'm still a big boy from my football days at this point. Yeah. And I'm like squatting in my Calvin Klein's taking oh these photos God. in my mom's bathroom and we send it to him. I'm like looking at him. I'm like, am I really about to send these out to this guy? I'm like, what's the worst thing he's going to do? He's like jerk off to him. Okay. So well, I was like, all right. Sent him off. I sent him. Was he legit? He sent them to all the casting directors in Miami. Yeah. I got yeses from everybody. Stop. Started modeling. Set me up in New York with my, my still agent in New York. Like, it was crazy. Take chances, you guys. Send random pictures. Yeah. <laughs> to, like, weird as long as your dick's not out, don't send yeah. it, you know? That's crazy. Okay, so this kind of was all happening at the same time, it sounds like. You yeah. finished college. You were looking into things you could do. Mm -hmm. The modeling thing happened. You sent it. Did WWE come back to you? They did, like, six months later. And you were like... I'm like, I'm already off the Bachelor. Man. I'm good, guys. <laughs> so you get into the whole thing of the Bachelor. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I got the call on a modeling job to do the Bachelorette, and I was the Cartier. I was in front of the Cartier store on Valentine's Day, and I was like a little bellhop boy, like in the little red suit with a little Cartier hat, you know, and just like holding champagne for people walking into the store. And I remember I got the call, and and me and my boys we celebrated that night when I got that call yeah? yeah why were you excited about it like what excited you about it it was just another op different opportunity in life I, I had no idea what it was or what it could be but we uh, it was just like a new adventure I'm all for an adventure you know? did you know at the time it would be like you know falling in love proposing like maybe it being actually really serious yeah but I never like I took it at face value Mm -hmm. At first, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, if it happens, it happens. You know, I'm, I'm going for an adventure. And if it comes with love, great. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. Did you know it was Hannah? So when they were doing my intro package, it was between Hannah B and Hannah G. And so I was, so I mean, they're like, say something if it was Hannah B, say something if it was Hannah G. <laughs> yeah. And then, but at the end of it, like, I was hoping it was Hannah B because I want, I like someone with a big personality. Yeah. And she portrayed that. And so I was hoping it was her and it worked out that way. And you were in the final three? Two. Two. Mm -hmm. So you know Jared Freed, the comedian? Yes, he's great. So he, for some reason, there are things that stick with me that he said to me when we've done podcasts together. And his theory about you cracks me up every what is time. It? He says it, this isn't going to sound funny when I'm saying it. But he basically says that Hannah was like that scene where she doesn't want to have sex with you. And she tells you. And you're like, okay. So Jared just <laughs> said okay the whole world went crazy <laughs> yes so he's like you got this god edit because and jared obviously screams about it, whatever but it's just so true like not that you're not great in general but the girls it's like he's good looking and he like accepted that she you know didn't mm -hmm. want to didn't want to do it with him and i do you feel like it was at that moment when the world actually went wild and they were like <gasps> and he's like sweet and accepting and yeah i mean I remember like I remember that week it was crazy. Like yeah. that episode came out. It was mayhem. I feel like that like pushed a lot of things over the top. And I remember like Marie Claire writes like Tyler Cameron, feminist woke king, <laughs> all these things. And you know, at first you like pat yourself on the back, like, cool. Like Do you I, remember you know? that moment though? Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. And like I think at this point in time too, we're doing like New York Central Park runs and we have like two hundred women running with us through Central Park and we're doing all these amazing things. So like it was like the craziest time ever. And then, like, 
you know, they come at you with a book deal, all these things. I'm like, what the hell am I going to write a book about? You know, you ended up writing a book though. Yeah. Later. Like, what the hell am I going to write a book about? So I sat about, like, sat around, thought about it, thought about it. And I was like, it's honestly fucked up what people are praising me for. Because what, what I. What do you want him to do? Be like, fuck it. Well, Jared, Jared <laughs> says it. He's like, what do, what do they think yeah. he's going to be like? Fuck you for not fucking me. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's like. I, but do you remember that moment with her? Yeah. Like what you were thinking and what came out of your mouth? You know, she's like, I want to go to the fantasy suite with you, but I don't want us to have sex. And I was like, cool. Let's just hang out. Let's have fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and like, it was, it was the best night. Like we had a great time. We connected. Did like, you understand at the time why she didn't want to have sex with you? No, but it's just, that was her answer. That's her answer. What's your theory? I think the Luke stuff happened. The Luke stuff did happen the night before me. Oh, where he got really upset. Yeah. Huh. And so maybe that played into it. But may, I mean, I don't huh. know. I don't remember what my theory was at the time, but maybe we didn't know that what mm-hmm. you just said. So I feel like my theory was maybe she was scared, you know. I don't know. And like whatever her reasoning is, is her reasoning. And right. it's fine, you know. Yeah. But to me, that was. You became a feminist icon. Yeah. It, but it's just it's, it's <laughs> I was like, I'm like, if my boys or my brothers. Didn't say didn't that. Didn't say that. Yeah. Like, we got problems. Right. You know what I mean? Like, but how how low are our the expectations? Yeah. yeah. That what did we I mean, I could have seen other dudes maybe manipulated so it's not like I'm mad at you for not having sex with me, but like maybe see, seeing other dudes be like offended or be like, is not is is it not real what we have? So yeah, your response then. So you agree that that was like a pivotal moment. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and what's interesting is they spark so much conversations with my friends with my agents uh which my two best friends are girls my agents it's a full woman team and i was asking about all these things and then they're like well you know there was like one account called girls against oppression and all that and they're like, you should follow this and, and i was like learning from them and i remember one day like we don't think about this as men at all it was like if men weren't around what would you do and it was like the simplest task in the world like walk in the park wear whatever i wanted to wear do all these things mm. i'm like as men, we're fucking this up for a lot of people, you know? And it just, it was a huge eye-opener writing that book and having those conversations with everybody about there's a reason why the bar's so low because a lot of men out there are just shit. And I hear it now. I hear it today, like, you know, I forgot who it was. I heard someone was like, yeah, I told her to delete her Instagram if we're going to start dating. I'm like, why does that matter? You know, like, yeah. what are these, you know? How did you become such a respectful stand-up dude? My dad and my mom. Yeah. And and then I think my two best friends being Molly and Katie. Like, always, like, protecting women. You know, I always felt like I had to. And then my dad was always, like, you know, he, 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 I wasn't allowed to have my door uh, closed whenever I had a girl home growing up. My brothers got to do whatever they wanted because they were, so they were you? younger. Because oh. I was your first child, you uh-huh. know. So they, they, they try everything on me. But it's just, like, you know, never touch women, never disrespectful women, you know, like. My dad's like, so I'll break never... your hand, you know? So I was like, Oh, really? Yeah. So, Tough. like, yeah, I had fear of my pops, but also my mom was able to teach me reasons why and respect. And when you when you have friends like Molly and Katie and they, they talk you through scenarios and things that have happened to them and, you know, you learn a lot. So you were never a fuckboy? Oh, I was. Okay. Yeah. So there's a way to be a fuckboy, but respectful about it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Write a book about as that. As long as we're all on the same page. <laughs> You know, yeah. as long as we all know what it is. And sometimes you fuck up and expectations aren't the same, mm-hmm. but you learn and you got to learn how to communicate through it more. Article, article. I feel like I'm stealing someone else's jingle and I don't know who. So I am going to stop. But you guys always ask me about my article code. 
Yes, still have $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Just listen to me, you guys. If you are looking to redo your house, if you need a new couch, a new closet, a new rocking chair, a new boucle bench, new chairs, new dining table, article is it. If you live in an apartment and, you know, space is scarce, articles for you. If you live in a beautiful large home, articles for you. They are very mid-century modern, but they also have coastal industrial boho designs. And they just make furniture shopping really simple, really easy. If you guys remember, I had Couchgate, you know, shan't be named the story I got that awful couch from. And then I needed, I needed a quick fix. I needed something that can be trusted and I needed it quick and I needed it a place with good customer service because Couchgate place didn't have good customer service. An article was recommended to me and I was blown away. And since then, I've recommended it to so many people, including my mom who got the Sven couch. And uh, I had the Berard sectional. I have the Boucle bench. I have the Seno dining table. I have a rocking chair in Noah's room that I'll never want to get rid of, even though I don't rock him anymore. It's just so comfortable and so cute. So article is offering my listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash not skinny and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash not skinny for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. So did you fall in love with Hannah? Yeah, in the you bubble, did. I think. What's the, bu- oh, it being in that. And I think I fell in love with the allure of falling in love with the bachelorette. Yeah, too. it's like a whole thing. Mm-hmm. So were you upset when she picked Jed? Yeah, I was very upset. You were. Yeah. I remember. So they put you in a car afterwards and they just drive you around in circles. Oh, for you to cry about it. For you to cry yeah. and talk and talk and talk. And eventually I was like, guys, I'm done. Like, I, you got no, I got nothing else for you. I'm done. Like, let me out of the car. They let me out of the car. Cameraman comes out and he goes, I've never seen someone. Like, you become, you grow a relationship with these cameramen and like everyone around you because you're with them a lot. And he goes, I've never seen someone conduct themselves the way you did on this show. Like, you should be so proud of yourself. Mm. That started getting me, like, choked up. And then my producer, who I got really close with, was, like, crying. And we were walking down this, like, beautiful hotel resort in Greece, like, in the mountains, on the water. I was like, this is the most amazing thing, and it's over. And, and I was like, I'm always coming this close in my life, so close to everything, and I just keep missing it. And, so, and you genuinely felt that way. Yeah. I, I definitely cried a little bit. and went got a 12-pack of beer. Sat in the bathtub for two hours, put on some Juice World album called Goodbye and Good Riddance, and cried and got over it. Stop. And then how long did it take you to kind of get over that? Until you were paparazzi hanging out again (laughs) outside of her house? Yeah, no, I think, you know, the show happens. And then, like, you you know, I was so cool with everybody still. And Jed and Hannah and everyone. I was just supporting Hannah because... I had no. Oh right, you were. You were like queen. Yeah, I had you no ill will for her. Like I, I love that girl. Like I had so much like respect and like the way she carried herself and handled it. Like I want to be her friend. Like so. you weren't angry. No, not at all. Like and I and like at the point in time, I thought Jed was great too. You know, at so, that point in time is a key key word. Yeah. yeah, and and even when the shit started to unravel, I was like Jed, just be a man, face it, like go talk to her through it. You know, and he wouldn't do it. Mm. And so, yeah. So when did that reconciliation happen with you and Hannah? I think it was right before I was heading out for the final rose because I was in the Keys doing my like family lobster trip every year. Yeah. And she like calls me and we talk for like two hours on my drive back. And she's like, you know, they want me to ask you out. Who's All these they? Things. Producers. Like, I want to too, you know, and kind of talked about it all and talked about, you know, just, just catching up. The girl can talk. Yeah. So, you know, a lot, you know, this is probably an hour and 
you know, on a half of her talking and a half an hour of me talking, you know. Did you feel like you would give it another go? Yeah. You know, I for sure thought I would and, you know, wanted to. And we've tried a couple times, you know. Yeah. And now she's getting married. Which is awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's like a whole a whole story. But yeah, definitely bad choice on, on her part. No, it all worked out. Do you out. think that you ended up breaking her heart back? I guess. Yeah. I guess you can say that. I don't know. You know, we... We try to reconcile really during COVID and it was... Oh, when you brought her out to the, what mm-hmm. you guys call it? The COVID house? Quarantine crew. Oh, quarantine. <laughs> yeah. You know, you my, brought her out there. Yeah. she. So my mom passed away like three weeks ago. I'm so sorry about your mom. Or, and, and before that, thank you. And so, and her, my, my mom was obsessed with her. Your mom was. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it would piss me the hell off. <laughs> I was like, mom. You know, always post about it. I'm like, you're just making it harder for me to like yeah. live my own life, you know? Because everyone would go to her, bring it all up. it become news stories or this or that, you know? And But she loved her. And like, they, they would talk all the time. I didn't really know that. And she was so good to my mom. And I remember when it was like day two of sitting next to the bed with my mom. All of a sudden, like I was like thinking about Hannah and like, you know, my mom. Like, why the hell my mom, my mom like this? You just think about everything when you're sitting in that scenario, you know? All of a sudden, Hannah texts me. And then she's like, oh, my God, I heard the news, blah, blah, blah. So we had, like, a long talk that night. And then she's like, well, I want to come out, you know. And then something happened with her family the next day. So we were kind of leaning on each other. And then she's like, I want to come out for the funeral. And it was, like, a nice breath of fresh air. It was great. And then, like, probably a week after the funeral, I was drunk. I invited her back because I was feeling her. Yeah. And then when she came back, it was just, I was too soon. Yeah. With the, like, I was going to ask you if it didn't feel too soon, not for her to come to the funeral, because obviously it was to support, but if you had any contradicting feelings of if to let her come, because, you know, no, that's a lot to deal with on top of. I wanted her to come, but then I realized, I didn't realize how crazy it was going to be. I mean, I was still mourning and dealing with my mom. And now you throw it's a house of eight people. My mom's, we were all hanging in my mom's house which is a tiny little three-bedroom, 1,200-square-foot house. And then, so you throw eight people into there, and then Hannah's in that mix. And so it's always craziness. Then my street became a parade because everyone found out Hannah, Matt, everyone was there. So they would hang out outside? So your cars would just line up and just drive by all day, every day. So it was just like you're living in a bubble, you know? Wow, that's crazy. And so it just became so many things happening at one time. It was like I can't even figure out how to be friends with you. crew... Was it your friends rallying around you, kind of? like? Yeah, I think it was both. And, and you know, I offered up to my friends. I was like, guys, don't be in the city during this. You know, come hang out in Florida. And so we all hung out at my house. And, you know, it was great. I had a boat. had a canal on my street. so we. Oh, it's dr- right out. The canal is, like, off the house? Not off the house, but I have a boat ramp, like, in the beginning of the neighborhood. So uh-huh. we would go on the boat all the time. So, like, we were able to, to stay together and not be around people, but also, like, go on the boat and have fun and do whatever. Do you still have the house? Yeah. Yeah. It's my childhood home. Yeah. 30 years. You're going to keep it? Forever. I just remodeled it. You're going to keep it forever? Yeah. Do you see yourself living there with like a future family or something? Maybe. I think one day down the road, my brothers or one of us will have like our, their first kid there. Mm-hmm. I think is like kind of what our plan is. But right now we're going to just rent it out. That's special. And mm-hmm. you're in Jupiter now, right? Is that your base? Uh, Yeah. Huh. yeah. I just bought another house that I'm going to start renovating. So. And you're living there? With a lot of like traveling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's not much entertainment going on in Jupiter. So, when yeah. You, so, when so you, how, how did you think about having your home base somewhere else, like New York, Nashville? LA? I thought about New York. Like, I lived here for four years. Right. But the thing I like, 
COVID part of it, COVID brought me back. And then I saw like the construction industry picking back up down there. I started buying land. And then me and my dad started building houses. But how's your dad doing? He's doing well. Yeah. He's doing well, much healthier now. But I just, the one thing, I love New York, but the one thing, I never had a job here. I was always waiting for the next job. Mm. Right? The waiting part. Oh, so you like that in Florida, you have your construction things mm-hmm. and then entertainment biz things you can go and I can do. pop out and do it. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's a good, that's a healthy state of mind. Yeah, because if yeah. I'm just waiting for the next job, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in trouble. You I'm know at what? Little Sisters good for you. on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. You know, it's not good. Good for you. So let's talk about that time in New York. We were talking about it before we started. You moved into the one Manhattan Square. I asked you, <laughs> I asked you about that that deal because I remember it was one of the first time, one of the first times we saw like a like a influencer collab on a home. Mm-hmm. It was like you got a discount to to yeah to be the face of it. Yeah, it was great. I mean, that apartment was my first big boy apartment. Yeah, let's so I, so I was living. Think about this room that we're in right now. Like, cut it from here over. Yeah, into the end of that wall. Yeah. Me and Matt were living in that same room. Oh, together. What a studio! Well, there was three other people, three other on the rooms. Upper West Side, right? Yeah, on the Upper West Side in a bath and like a tiny little bathroom. Oh, so you guys lived in New York? Why were you living there? Well, after you it, finished it the Bachelorette, like, it was like the Bachelorette finished, and about halfway through it airing, my my Molly agent was like, "You should come up here. Like, let's get you some work." And I was like, "All right, I, I ain't got shit to do in Jupiter anymore." So, came up here, and Matt's like, "You can come live with me." come stay at my place for a little bit so he had a bean bag so he had a lofted like full-size bed and under that was a bean bag and i slept on the bean bag like for days for six months oh my god yeah which How two do you, weeks but you're turned so in, tall it became a little crevice in there that i just found <laughs> my, my home at and important to say were you going on dates with Gigi Hadid while you were on the beanbag? Yeah, I was not taking her back to the beanbag. did she know though were you like oh yeah I live oh yeah in they picked West. me up outside the apartment once <laughs> But were you embarrassed? Not at all. Really? This is my situation. Huh? Good for you. Mm-hmm. Damn. I mean, it, it was like I didn't have shit to me. I know. But you weren't broke. No. I was, Wait. I, I didn't mean, you make money off the Bachelor? I wasn't able to make money yet, and so uh, I was like, you know. I, Wait, I, but you make money off the show, no? No. You make nothing. You make you make a chance to fall in love. Oh, as a contestant, you don't. Mm-hmm. As a lead, you do. As a lead, you do. So you were going out on dates with Gigi Hadid. Living in the did that make sense to you? Were you like nothing made sense at the time? Yeah, it was nothing crazy. made sense at the time. I remember seeing a picture of you with her. Was it like Serena Williams? Mm-hmm. Jupiter girl, just like chilling outside a bodega or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know her from Jupiter? Well, she lives in Jupiter now. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. And Venus is in Jupiter. What? Jupiter? Oh, Jupiter's like a little celebrity spot now. Stop. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tiger you're Woods, like, Michael Jordan. You're like the ambassador of Jupiter. I am. I am. So you were in this life. So you're saying at the time you were like accepting it as as reality. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm just like to me, you put me anywhere, I have fun with what I got, and I make the most. Of it. My like, my my one of my favorite sayings of all time is you got to make chicken salad out of chicken shit. <laughs> you know, and that's what I was doing. And salad out of chicken shit. Yeah. Can you tell us how the Gigi thing happened? Was it Instagram? Yeah, yeah. It was Instagram. Yeah, everyone's. I got a follow from her and. Everyone knew that. Yeah, and I had no idea. And I also didn't know who that was. So Shut the fuck up, Tyler Cameron. I, I know who football players are. And I know who s- sideline reporters are. You know. So you didn't know. And then so, people so were like, I this model is following you. Yeah, I looked her up. I was like, oh. Okay, She's well, like, okay. I'll shoot my shot. So you did. You slid in. <laughs> yeah. DMs. Mm-hmm. Damn, you guys. Those Instagram DMs. You got to shoot. 
So not only how many dates did you go on? We went on. We went. We spent some time together. It was nice. And you even went to her grandma's funeral. Mm-hmm. That was wild because mm-hmm. that's a family yeah event. Yeah, I, I I was you know I think they just wanted support and if I could give support that's all. Yeah, and are you on good terms? Yeah, great. You know, she's you know amazing, and I wish her nothing but success. And really, and, after that, she got back together with Zayn. Mm-hmm. Wild. Yeah, you were the <laughs> the beanbag wasn't cutting it. <laughs> <laughs> the beanbag didn't happen. I mean, that's wild, and that just shows like how much confidence you have. Do you feel like? your confidence really helped you in yeah. your life? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, I have confidence, but I definitely have things, you know, I'm like, I wish I was more confident. What are you insecure about? It's just, it's just sometimes like, like football, you know, I got my confidence shook and I was never the same player ever again. Because you got kicked off the team? Make it to the... I just, I mean, I had like, I had a staff and it got, it got difficult. With so it was an staff. injury with you people. Yeah. With the sports people. Yeah. Like yeah. an injury fucks it up. Yeah, injury and my, my own doing fucked it up. I was a crazy party boy in college. Mm-hmm. And so I was like the wild child on the team. And I, I took honor and pride in being that guy. Like and, you you wish you would have taken it maybe more seriously. Yeah, exactly. And then when I when I got, when pretty much I did get kicked off the team my last year, I grad transferred out, played my last year's at FAU. And I, I was like the clean, goody, good boy. Was like student athlete of the year, newcomer of the year, all those things. So why didn't you keep on that track? Yeah. I mean, I got picked up by the Ravens, got cut twice by them, tried to go pro again, got hurt, and that was it. Mm. But I was, it was a little like too little, too late. If I was that good kid earlier, it might have been better. It might have been better. Do you have any regrets there or no? Lots, tons. Really? Yeah, but you could I, have seen your life like parallel life, sliding door, Tyler Cameron, pro footballer. You could see it. Yeah, I would have loved it. You know, I had the ability. I believe I had all everything there. I just kind of lost my mind a little bit, and like had my first taste of freedom. And went crazy with it. Yeah. But it's a reminder to me. Like, I, I remember I was at the Chiefs Super Bowl game and they won it. And I almost cried. I was like, man, I'm good enough to be out there. Hmm. And, and then I was like. You feel that still? But it's a reminder. Yeah, it's a reminder to me that, like, I have great opportunities now. Don't fuck it up. Yeah, that's true. I see three sliding doors. It's like, you could have been pro footballer. You could have been married to Hannah Brown. And now you have this life, you mm-hmm. know? And I remember when you got cut from the show. I was like, he's going to be fine, you know, and he's going to be. I said this. You don't have to say this. Like my opinion was like, I'm happy for him that he didn't have to go down that route because like he's young. He's going to have so many opportunities. He's going to have so many girls. So let's talk about your DMs. Like what do they overflow? Is Instagram like alert, <laughs> alert? Yeah, it's, I mean, the DMs are crazy. It's uh, it's a dangerous place to live in. <laughs> It is, huh? I mean, you get everything from nudes to... You get nudes? Yeah. You get all types of shit in the DMs. What do you do with the nude? You, you just let them yeah. go. Let them go. What if it's a really good nude? You let it go. Really? Yeah, yeah. So that's not the way to his I'm heart, not you guys. Nude, I'm not a nude fan. Huh? Unless like you're like way in the relationship and, you know, a little yeah, seductive Yeah, that's true. Like, picture. I don't want to see you naked. I don't know you. Yeah. That's intimate. So, yeah. So, and then... I would say that girls aren't very creative when it comes to shooting their shot either mm. with DMs, you know? It's like a hey... Huh. Or or let's get married or hot. It's just nothing to it. You know? Let's get married. Yeah. What would be a good way to get into your DMs? Just something. Just it, it, we're at, I mean, just anything besides hey. We're asking for just a little bit, you know? Yeah. So I have one guy, my buddy Chad, and he is the best DMer in the world. <laughs> he, to girls? Yes. He writes some poems. He writes some um, he writes amazing literature to these girls in their DMs. Really? He gives them like a 
a whole scenario and then like A, B, C, D, E date option. Like it's incredible. <laughs> wow. And it makes up for his looks, you know? Oh, he's not that cute? <laughs> he's, he's a, he's you got, should send a photo with you. He, well, his, at one point, at one point, I was his other half of his hinge profile. <laughs> you guys know that I love skims. It all started with their fits everybody collection. So my second step was the cotton collection. The cotton collection has the cutest and most flattering sets you'll find for in the house and out of the house. So I got the cotton rib tank. So cute. I got the Jersey t-shirt. Let me tell you the softest t-shirt girl ever feel in your life. The cotton Jersey scoop bralette. Amazing. So comfortable. I'm a bralette kind of girl. Okay. Of course I got it in the color suit. I also got their cotton rib thongs. I'm obsessed with them. You guys, the cotton collection, it's Skim's most tagged collection. And it's just made with amazing fabric for everyday wear, natural fibers, and truly elevated lounge pieces. Okay. So whoever said loungewear was for the house hasn't tried skims. This is loungewear you can go outside in. I mean, Kim does. Okay. And she like gets paparazzi. Also, it's available in sizes double XS to four X. Believe the hype. Skims has over 100,000 five-star reviews for a reason. The cotton collection and more are available at skims.com. Plus you get free shipping over orders of $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that I sent you. After you place the order, select podcast in the survey and select my show in the drop-down menu that follows. And if you missed the big news, Skims reinvented underwear for women and now they're doing it for men. So I'm going to snatch some for husb. Also available at skims.com. You guys, this is the time. Get a head start on your Black Friday shopping at Macy's Black Friday Early Access. From November 10th until the 18th, Macy's is giving you early access to specials on your favorite brands and beauty essentials. The best part, no waiting in long lines or getting up early. It's all online. But it's only while supplies last. Plus, you're going to get free shipping when you spend over $49 from November 11th to the 18th. So check out Macy's.com to score great finds. Some exclusions apply. Check out Macy's.com for details. Thanksgiving is also almost here. So Macy's is also the place that you can get all the kitchen gear to tackle everything from roasting the perfect turkey to baking pumpkin pie. This is hilarious, you guys, because will I ever know how to like roast a turkey or bake a pumpkin pie? Like some of us are just not meant for that life. And it's okay. Some of us are meant to be invited to places where there is a person that makes a turkey and bakes a pumpkin pie. But if you are that person, Macy's is here to get you all the kitchen gear you need. And don't forget home decor for the holiday vibes, you guys. We're talking candles, leafy patterns, cozy knits, throws, and more. So get everything you need in time for Thanksgiving. You can also order with same-day delivery powered by DoorDash pick up in store or use curbside pickup. Head on over to Macy's.com slash holiday hub. Okay, let's talk about your new show, Special Forces. It's on Fox, staring on Fox currently, you guys. I didn't watch last season, I'll be honest. I am going to watch this season. I, I feel like I missed out. Now I'm like, wow, the show looks crazy. Mm-hmm. Hannah Brown won it last season. Yep. They throw you in crazy freaking scenarios. Like Navy SEAL shit. Yep. No, right? it's, it's ridiculous. So when they approached you about this opportunity, were you down from the from the get? My immediate reaction was a yes. 
I, I just got done with a huge project. I was like beaten up. I was like, this would be a good way to get away from South Florida, get a little vacation. And I was a like, vacation. Yeah. Like, well, I watched it. I, I went and watched it. I knew Hannah won. I was like, let's Hollywood. It can't be that hard. <laughs> You're like, if Hannah won. Yeah. You know, did you ask her about it? She spoke to me about it a little bit before, you know, and so I had a little gist of it and she said it was really hard. And of course, I'm like, yeah, she said it's hard. Yeah. Boy, was she right. Yeah, it was it hard. It was so fucking hard. So no phones. No phones, which is great. I yeah. love not having a phone. Yeah. No phones. I mean, we're sitting in bathroom stalls, like right next to each other, you know. Why bath? What do you mean like, bathroom like, stalls? Like, we all, me and you would use the same stall. Like at the same time? Mm-hmm. There'd be like a little wall, but like, so you I'd really... be passing you toilet paper. So the living conditions even were gross. Yeah. That's the vibe. Mm-hmm. You sleep on a cot? Sleep, yep. Okay. So it's like it was a lamb slaughterhouse before we moved in there. Yo. Okay, so you were into it. When you got there, were there any like, wait, what did I sign up for? Well, as it got harder, I didn't realize how hard it was going to get. And so it, it but early on, I was like, I got this. You know, this is fine. Because like athletic-wise, Athletic-wise, I got it. Like, yeah. You know? Was it only, and when you got there, did you realize that it was more than just the athletes? Well, I mean, right off the bat, they do the trinasium. What's that? It's where they you're on these metal rails and you got to walk across. You know, we're we're suspended 350 feet in the air over this river, and I'm scared to death of heights. And so that to me, like, oh, was your like, heights is your the psychological fear. mental part. Like, was like starting to mess with me, and that to me was like one of the scariest things I've ever done. Yeah. But then once we got through that, I was like, all right, can't be much worse. Yeah. And then it got worse. It got worse. <laughs> it got worse. Did they tell you who signed on when you signed on? Like, did you know who was going to be part of it? I don't think you're supposed to know, but, but you kind of know. They gave like my agent gave me a list of who she knew. Yeah, and then she said Robert Horry, and then I blacked out and forgot everyone else. Is he an athlete? He's an athlete, mm -hmm. and so I didn't care about. You're it. like I'm in. Yeah, is he a footballer? He's a basketball player. Basketball like, player played with the Lakers back in like the heyday with Shaq and Kobe, and like so I was a huge fan back then. So did he turn out to be everything you thought he was going to be? It was amazing. Yeah. It, it was like Robert. It was Robert bedtime stories. You know, he would just tell stories at night. Same room. Sleeping? I was like three beds over. We all were in this one room sleeping. On cots. Yeah. Like, you know, it was it was nuts. I remember laying down like to the right of me is Tom Sandoval, which I know like the whole world hates did him you at this know, point. Did you know of him? Just I started to know of him because of the scandal. Uh-huh. And then to the left of me is Aaron Jackson, Olympic gold medalist. You know, I'm like. This is a wild and like two two people over is Robert Horry. I'm like, this is a wild room to sleep in. Who were you closest with? I became closest with Aaron Jackson, Jojo Siwa, Bodie Miller, Nick Vial, probably. Nick Vial. And both of you are bachelor people. Yes. Did you ever connect before the this show? Yeah. And I told Nick, I was like, I really didn't like you. Yeah. A lot of I feel like Nick is, you know, he's mm -hmm. controversial in it. Well, in he's a he's a talk show host, so he's always gotta say something. Yeah. You know, and I remember during, talk show host. I remember, I remember the quarantine. He was saying shit about us and like quarantining and us having fun and all that. I'm like, uh, do you want us to be miserable inside of our fucking house? Like, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. So I was like, fuck Nick. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then I realized too, like as I went through this world a little bit more, like you guys gotta have an opinion. You gotta, you gotta get people to watch your show. Yeah. You know? So I like, I just screwed not to care. And but once he was on the show, I was like, I gotta beat Nick's ass if I, you know, I'm on the show. Yeah. So you guys were competitive? Oh, I mean, you don't really turn competitive against anybody because it's so hard. You just lift each other up. And you're trying to help oh, each really? other get through it. Oh, okay. So he was a good friend there. Yeah, JoJo Siwa said that you and Nick are her chosen family. Mm -hmm. That that connection is like not... That's the, the biggest surprise is JoJo Siwa. Really? Because 
I'm you remember her with like the the, the the colorful. Yeah, you look at her. You look at her on Instagram and TikTok. You see the bows. You see the crazy colors, yeah. the crazy outfits. I'm like, this girl is gonna be so LA. Such an industry girl, like character. Like she was different. She was amazing. The way she conducted herself, the maturity, the leadership. I mean, she she was the she was the the dress police. Like she made sure everyone was wearing the right things. Like because we all had a match, you know. And she kept us strict and. She'd be talking sometimes about getting dressed, and I'd be like, "God damn, JoJo, shut up!" <laughs> but she was right, you know. And then because like we'd be getting rushed out, I'm like, "Damn it, she was right," you know. So she was kind of like the mom of the group. She was, and she was and 20, she's young, and she's like, the, "Well, we got people all the way up to 52 on the show." You talked to her like a lot, a ton. Love her. Like I just That's went so indoor cute. skydiving with her, like which is like one of her passions. So that oh, was ew, cool to I see. fly. Yeah, I hate that shit. What do you mean you hate it? I hate that shit. Why? What the fuck is the point? It's cool. It's I, rush. I, it's I hate different. it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Have you done it? I've done it. Yeah, I wouldn't be so fast. Why did you hate it? Imagine I didn't Why did do you it. hate it? You're in a tube. Yeah. You're like this. <laughs> no, no. What's the point? Did you skydive? Well, if you get good. If you get good. Oh, at if it. you get good and you can start doing like, oh, yeah. she knows how to do she shit can like do that. Crazy stuff in there. Did Were you good? No. I mean, they said I was the fastest learner I'd ever learned. Ugh. <laughs> Sucking some Tyler Cameron D over there at iFly. Are you going to go back? For her? To yeah, I'm going to bring you too. I hate it. Our next interview is going to be in there. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Okay. I got really passionate because I can't even tell you guys. Where did you even do it at? We did it in Westchester. Really? Where'd you guys go? We were like in LA or somewhere else. Yeah, there. I took my sister for her for her birthday, which like, you're welcome. Like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, let's do something crazy. Okay, so you were saying about Tom Sandoval. What was he like? Tom, I mean, Tom, Tom is Tom. Tom lives in Tom's world for sure. But was Tom, he like shaving his forehead? No, but he, I mean, he was, he was all like, I remember, I remember the first day they, they started getting on him for his nails, the drill staff. And so the next day he's like taping his nails up. And then, you know, he had like a, Jojo did his hair and like put it in a ponytail. Yeah. And that's so they gave him, they gave him hell for that, you know? Oh, he needed like a look. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Tom, he would get us in trouble. Like the first day he got me in trouble. I'm like, really? I'm like, this motherfucker is bad as, as everyone says he is, you know? <laughs> they switched up our numbers or whatever. And so I got his clothes on, which he's like a size medium on everything. And I'm an extra large. Yeah. So everything is like, I'm like, I'm stuck in my clothes. I can't fit. Oh, so clothes are a big deal in the special forces show. Yeah. Okay, well, and find so out we had that. we had to change and everything. And the next thing you know, we're getting cussed at by one of the drill staff because we're changing inside. Oh, there are like rules that you have to follow. Yeah. So it's not just like turn on the cameras, special forces. At all times, you're like living this life. Yeah, this is the least producer. There's no producers. There's no none of that. Like there's no, it's just you, drill staff, and then there'll be a camera here and there to keep up with you. But it's you and the drill staff. That's it. Does it get like deep, like in interviews? Yeah, I boo-hooed. I cried. Oh, really? Cried a lot. So are you happy you did it? Extremely. Extremely. Extremely happy. And I saw you said in interviews about Tom Sandoval that he like was still hung up on Rachel. Yeah, he had pictures of her and all that, and you know he was talking about her. I wanted to you know make it work with her, and you know he seemed very genuine about it. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I think it's changed since. But aside from Tom Sandoval and Nick Vial, there are other people that are pretty fucking interesting. Tara Reid is on the show. Did you have posters of her on your wall when you were younger? So I didn't. So I didn't. I don't know anybody. Right. Okay. But when that. they said that's the girl from American Pie, I was like, oh my God, that's her. I mean, yeah, because American yeah. Pie is like iconic. Yeah. Iconic. 
And so the only posters I have was Kate Upton when she did Sports Illustrated. She had a moment. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Okay, so is that your type, Kate Upton? No, no. I'd say my type is, I don't know, I'd probably lean more like Latin. I like, Mm. uh, you know, Mm -hmm. I I love Jessica Alba. Mm -hmm. But like my last girlfriend was Dominican. Like I love that. I don't know. Yeah. But they're also dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) They're dangerous. Wait, what was her name? Your last girlfriend? I have it somewhere. Camilla. Oh, the one that went after the Lewis Hamilton. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Are we mad at her? No. No. It's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. But you were kind of in love, I feel like. Oh, I was I was head over heels. I could tell. Yeah. Big time. Uh-huh. So she kind of broke your heart. Yeah. It so you guys, good. even Tyler Cameron can get his heart broken. I'm a lover boy. I, like I feel like I'm like a hopeless romantic. Like when I fall, I fall real hard. Like you forget you just yeah. kind and, of and yeah, and my responsibilities and everything goes out the window and I just, I'm a lover, yeah. Okay, well, I hope the next one is like... Yeah, we're getting there. Do you feel like you want to already or no? Yeah, definitely. I think being back in Jupiter has slowed me down a lot and kind of like flipping the switch for me a little bit. Mm -hmm. Would you be The Bachelor? No, maybe one day. Maybe one day. For a good paycheck? Yeah. (laughs) No, I know it's... But for for a good paycheck, but also like you got to be ready and you got to... I don't ever want to do The Bachelor if I'm not fully into it. Yeah. You know, because you're wasting their time, too. I know. And you're wasting your viewers' times. And I think everyone we've seen who's done it just to do it, we could tell. Right. And it doesn't come off well. Were you just at Hannah G and Dylan's wedding? I couldn't make it. Okay, but you were invited. Yeah. Okay. So who surprised you the most from the Special Forces cast? JoJo. Oh, like, she did? Yeah, JoJo did. How was Black China? Black China, I got, I got love for her. I was always trying to, like, look out for her, you know, and trying to keep her going. Like, you know, her and Tara... We're definitely like, you know, that bag was bigger than they were. You the, know? the bags. Yeah. Oh, you these, have like a giant bags we got to carry. Oh, so gotcha, I was always gotcha. like throwing the bags on top of them, you know. And, yeah. But Black China, she was great. Angela, she was great. And, you know. So what's harder, trying to compete against 25 guys for one girl's heart or special forces? <laughs> well, I, I think the bachelors prepared us for special forces. You know, yeah. a lot of mental games in that one. Yeah, you know? that's true. There's a lot of similarities. Like in The Bachelorette, you would see guys just unravel. They would lose their mind because they, they was, and you would see them like, oh, he's going to leave or he's going to get kicked off because or because he's going to bug the girl because they would get insecure about something. They'd lose their confidence and you would see them unravel. Mm-hmm. And then they'd make up an excuse or a reason why or something and it wouldn't work out. And they'd be gone like that. Yeah. Same thing with Special Forces. They would start to struggle. They would get beat up and, and, and something wouldn't, you know, they'd be worn out because they push you to the brink, you know. And then next thing you know, there's an excuse that starts coming up in their head. Yeah. And then that would validate them to leave. So you're strong mentally, it sounds like. I'd say I'm pretty strong. They put me to my edge a couple of times. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just a quick, who would you rather? Oh, here we go. Who would you rather bachelor nation? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do Mary Fuck Hill because that's like, we don't want to kill anybody. But like, mm. just pick your pick your girl. Okay. Natasha Parker. Natasha Parker. Kit Keenan. Love her. Kit Keenan, love her. Kaylin Bristow. Kaylin Bristow. So who You're am I? You're picking the, your girl. Out of the three? Yeah. Natasha's the most fun. hmm I think Kit's very cute. hmm Kaylin's got to go. Okay. Yeah. Because she's like a girl's, because she, are you friends with Jason? Mm-hmm. So because mm-hmm. of your friendship there. Stay 10 toes down for Jason. Oh, you're a little, it sounds like you're a little angry. No, no. no. Okay. Ariana Maddox, now you know who she is. Who's that? She's Tom Sandoval's ex. Okay, the blonde one? Yeah. Okay. 
Raquel, Rachel, okay. or Sarah. Oh, you don't know who Sarah Miller is from Summer House. Mm -mm. So this is between Ariana and, and Raquel. Ra yeah. Well, Ariana's richer right now, so we'll go Ariana. Okay. <laughs> He's a business kind of dude. Okay, Tyler, I could talk to you forever, but time's up. All right. Time's well, up, babe. Thank I you for coming it. on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.